Here now again with another episode of the Softball Slammer, I'm Freddy Focaccio with Jimmy Jam's Wangdoodle. Hey pals! Week one of the Daegu Softball League sees the teams hop on down to Yongnam University for a day of thrills, chills, and enough suds to drown a horse. I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds like you're not really on the trolley. Are you on a dude? <laughs> At 10 a.m., Baker's dozen. That Cory Baker, he sure is goofy about first baseman. I think he drafted 32, the Ningle Nangla. And Beards and Beavers. Heard the Beards and Beavers were all dolled up in their glad rags at the party last Saturday. They probably end up in their sad rags come softball Sunday. Game two, dirt bags. That Greg de Lele beats his gums so much he forgot to fill his team with bright young things and chose mostly dull old things. First, the Mavericks. The Mavericks, led by that drugstore cowboy Brandon Brown, sure are a bunch of feel-good felonies, but don't ask me, I don't know from nothing. Game three, Seaball. Seaball's coach is a real tiny hopper. The getaway sticks on that ducky hardly touch the ground. Verse all balls. That Dustin Waters was too busy zozzled up on Giggle Water to realize he drafted himself. That sab don't know his onions. And finally, projectile dysfunction. Projectile dysfunction sure is led by a real apple knocker by the name of Kyle DeVore. He's too busy whistling Dixie to notice we didn't write the end of this joke. <laughs> and the hit squad. Ball movement episode two. <laughs> it turns out actually season four. Wow. <laughs> we really? Wow, we should talk about this. There's a lot of things we didn't do last week that we really should have done. Um, so we'll start with just introducing ourselves. My name's Zach. I'm Sarah. There we go. That's it. We also have Kyle here. Hello, I'm Kyle. All right, Kyle's going to get to talk in a minute. He can't talk yet because there's some things we got to do. Kyle, be quiet. Sit there silently, please. First, you might have joined this league and you might be wondering why a softball league has podcasts. Two you podcasts. You don't belong here if you're wondering that. If you're wondering why, too. <laughs> when I hear that we have two podcasts, what I wonder is why don't we have four like we did at the peak of Podcast Mania. At the peak of, peak of DSL Media. There were four podcasts. Yeah. Kyle, how many podcasts have you been on? Uh, I have been on three. You've been on three of the podcasts. I have not been on The Pickle, and I was also uh, on the television show. Because <laughs> there was also a television show, right? Wait, you haven't been on The Pickle? I have what not. What about on the phone? Snubbed. I don't think I have. Oh, Snubbed God. by The Pickle. And you've been on this show, like, every year, I think. Is there yeah. a connection there, do you think? Uh, I don't know. Because Kyle's a friend of the show. You've been on the show. We've been in Daegu doing this show for three years. Mm. You, you've been on every year. Yeah, I've been yeah. on multiple times a couple of years. That's right, yeah. yeah. Well, so pretty much Kyle, we just go, we don't know who to bring on. Call Kyle. We'll get it. It'll be perfect. <laughs> All right, but back to why a softball league has podcasts. Kyle, why do you think the softball league has podcasts? Good question. Uh, why do I think the softball league has podcasts? Uh, or any of the nonsense that surrounds the league. The write-ups, the... Well, I just think it, it, it keeps the, the hype of Sunday going through the week, right? Like uh, like you said, at one point there were four podcasts right. and a show based around and the a DSL. TV show. 
right? An actual TV show. What was the what the the real DSL? The real DSL. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a whole season. Still on YouTube, by the way. If yeah. you want to watch yeah. it, you can. Yeah. yeah the Malaski, real DSL. Malaski Productions. The real DSL goes back. Uh, watch it's like it. a legit TV show. It's fantastic. It's uh. I laugh every time I watch it. Of course, I, again, I was heavily involved in it. But <laughs> so you turn it on and you... Yeah, I just, just laugh. This is funny. <laughs> it was so much fun to do. I could watch the new Chappelle specials or I could watch the real DSL. Real DSL. It's really, really no competition. <laughs> All right, I do want to say that, like, I think one of the things is people take it seriously. Not like the games so much. Not like while you're playing. Mm-hmm. But there's something about, like, just the league in general as an organization or as, like, a thing to do that we all, like, take kind of seriously. Well, I do have it. something to say about this. Okay. Because it's, part of it's what you're saying, but also the um, collection of people that are here, foreigners that are here in yeah. Korea, have all of these bizarre little talents or pet projects they want to do that they don't really have the freedom to do at their jobs necessarily. So if you're Malaski and you have this talent for creating a TV show, along comes the DSL giving you the, um, I guess, manipulatable product right. with which to content to I create mean, your... Chris Queasley gets to sing songs. Yeah, I mean, Chris Queasley's amazing, but he's probably not ready to drop an album yet professionally, so... Dang, he might have an album by the time... That would be so cool. Man. I would love it. Get that on iTunes. The DSL album. All right. So anyway, there's like a whole weird like culture machine around the DSL. Nice culture machine. Yeah. But the games are like... I want to say they're less serious, but I, that might be like magical thinking. Like... <laughs> like I'm trying to will that to be true. I think there's, I think that the league is always doing soul searching about striking a balance between taking it seriously, but not so seriously that people aren't having fun anymore. There we go. All right. So we are Weekly Ball Movement. We have been doing the podcast for three years. It's a long tradition of DSL podcasting that goes back even farther than that. Uh, So anyway, I wanted to introduce that and just like who we are, what we're doing. Why are we doing this? I don't think I answered that. No. Why we're doing this? No. I don't really know why we continue to do this. It just <laughs> every week we're just like, do you want to come to our house and talk about softball? And people are like, yeah, sure. So I guess that's why we keep doing it. Uh, but Kyle, you're here. What do you think? How are you doing? I'm Draft's doing. Done. I'm doing well. The draft has been completed. Yeah, the draft of uh, human beings that you know. We're yeah. we're fast approaching week one. And mm-hmm. I, for one, cannot wait. Well, I have a question for you, Kyle DeVore, because this was your mm. first draft ever. First draft. Um, you, I assume, thought a lot about it beforehand and probably had some ideas about how things were going to go. So mm-hmm. how did the reality of the draft compare to your expectations of the draft? Well, uh... I've always been friends with several of the coaches, and so like I kind of had an idea of what was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> you, you knew you were going to be made fun of I, yeah, mercilessly at one point I, for some decision. Right, <laughs> right. You, you knew you all of your decisions weren't going to be applauded. Yeah, <laughs> as pure genius. Yeah. 
Right, so we should set it up a little bit. I don't think this is one of the things we didn't do last week. Like everything we wanted to do last week, we just ended up not doing. Like introducing things. Because all the people. coaches went blah blah blah. Yeah, man, the coach doesn't talk to you. Yeah, uh, Long winded. <laughs> okay, so the draft is like a snake draft. Everybody in the league's on the board. You go down. You, as a coach, you figure out which position you're gonna pick in, and then you uh, pick. It goes down the board. It comes back. That's Kyle urinating in the background. <laughs> Kyle's just started peeing <laughs> on our kitchen floor. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so anyway, so, so it's like a snake draft, right? Like a fantasy baseball draft or something. Uh, and uh, how long did it take you guys to do this draft? Uh, I, I don't know how long the draft itself took. I do. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Okay. I thought it took two and a half hours, but then I said that to I think Greg, and he said it, no, it was three. So we do disagree okay. on that. But right. it was, I think everyone agreed who had done it before that it was the fastest Daegu softball draft in history. In history, yeah. We, yeah, we really got after it. Everybody knew what they were doing, or. Knew what they uh, wanted well, I think to do. It, I think it just ended up there were a lot of picks that it was like, oh, I got to jump on this right now. <laughs> Don't wait. Right? Someone is going to swoop in. Uh, how long did it take for you to pick? What's the uh, average time for your picks? Uh, average time's a tough one. I had I know of at least two picks where I really had to take a minute. Mm. And there was one where I actually had to do some like on-the-clock research where I was like, all right, I better start looking some stuff up. Wow. Uh, but I think I think most of my picks went pretty quickly. Uh, I don't think you were ever. I was never getting hurried. Yeah, you were never harassed. Never on yeah. the clock. Offer this on this on this subject. Yeah, but that's what happens when you over prepare for something as absurd as the take softball league, right? <laughs> I think that like you and Queasley were like clearly very. Uh, maybe over-prepared, right? Because what did he say? <laughs> like a 50-person 50, 50 spreadsheet or like a massive spreadsheet or something. Yeah. I, can I just say something about Chris Queasley? Because yeah. I really... Well, first of all, I did get invited to the draft. I asked if I could go, and the mm. coaches said I could, and it was the second time I've been, and it was a lot of fun, and I really appreciate um, being able to be there. And one of my favorite things about going is to look at the the facial expressions of the coaches while they're choosing their next pick. And I have to say the the winner for most dramatic change is Chris Queasley. Oh, yeah. Because he just has his, like, twinkly smile and, like, sparkly, you know, teeth and eyes or whatever. <laughs> and then it's his turn to pick, and I swear to God, he just looked like he was going to puke. Oh, like, man. he just went from, like, big smile to just deeply furrowed brow like he aged 20 years while That's he was amazing. picking and then and then it would not be his turn anymore and he had you know seven people to wait and he was just like it was just like you know when Frodo gets on the the ship at the end and like the weight of the ring is finally off of him because he's gonna go live with the elves or whatever. Like that's what it was like for <laughs> that's what it was like for Chris Queasley when Draft's he did done. it when his when go his choice was over. Yeah. Oh alright that's amazing. So Queasley was a uh... Very serious in that moment. Yeah. What What did the other coaches look like? I want to hear these descriptions of all of them. Okay, so I wrote down, the only other person I wrote down about was Mike Miller because he seemed to me to look, in spite of what I just said about Chris, he looked the most stressed. Mike Miller looked the most stressed. Yes, I okay. felt like like he was really 
and he, I did, I don't, I do think he felt very nervous about not just the draft in general, but also being a rookie oh. coach. Mm. All right, Mike. Well, he was, he was that's also not, that's one not of. That's a mean thing to say. Though. Okay, no, I don't think that's a mean thing. No, I don't think so. he. He was also like one of the really late additions mm. to being a rookie coach. So it was like, Queasley and I were asked to be coaches, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we picked up the the people for eight teams. All oh, right, because then there it was to there add two enough, more. There really weren't enough people uh, to make up eight teams, so right. it was going to be a six-team league. And then, like in the last couple of weeks, like a bunch of people added, mm. right? And then we got to eight teams, and uh, Mike and Corey were added. Which I think are good. They're two good additions to the league. I think uh, it's better. Better with eight, I think. So, good. So, go ahead, Sarah. Well, I was going to say, in terms of, since I'm talking about observations, uh, Murray was drinking out of a large Diet Coke bottle, just like straight, like just holding it. Like one of the one liter ones. Perpendicular to the ground. And I thought that was like really intense, but he he wasn't doing it in an intense way. For me personally, I was just like, wow, I've never seen anyone drink a lukewarm Coke in this way. Um, so that happened. <laughs> so these are draft observations. Uh, Chris Queasley used one of those flower pens. Okay. You know that they have like in the bank mm-hmm. so that you don't steal them. So I guess he stole one. <laughs> he took one. <laughs> and used it to draft. Some flower pens. got a house full of bank pens. <laughs> Uh, you got anything else? Um, Some random observations? Dustin fucked up the formatting of the yeah. draft thing, Sounds so right. he okay. won for that. He <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> won. My other, my other observations lead into a thing we're going to do later, so yeah, those okay. are my, my observations. Right. Man. My answer for the question I asked All Kyle. right, so <laughs> Coach Kyle, go ahead. Break your team down for us a little bit. Break down some excitement for us. Breakdown. Yeah. How do you how do you feel just in general? You don't go too deep here, but all right, uh, I'll just I'll give you the basics. Give me give me the basics. Uh, I think what we're looking at here with the 2017 projectile dysfunction oh. could very well be one of the better teams in the league. Okay, all right. That's as uh, like far as you want to go. That's as far as I want to go. Is this I don't commentator Kyle or Coach Kyle. This is commentator Kyle. Okay, all right. Yeah. Coach Kyle's gonna give you a different story. Yeah. Coach, <laughs> yeah, Coach Kyle will come out after week one. We'll see. We'll see. I've never met Coach Kyle. This is exciting. About what, what is no one has. Kyle? Bum, bum, bum. Player Kyle say Kyle. about this. Team? Player Kyle yeah, is really stoked. All right. There's some really good people to play with on this team. All right. And some people that I have wanted to play with for some time. Oh yeah, because you get to choose. You know, when you're the coach, you yeah. can just choose the people you want to play with. Yeah. It's Normally, awesome. you just kind of fingers crossed. Uh. Open and open and Yeah, mind. I would highly recommend it. This is the way to do it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if you have any control over it, be a coach. You have all the veto power. Well, it's easy to say now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, speaking of that, speaking of crossing your fingers, let me tell you about my uh, team. I'm now on Chris Queasley's team. Chibo. Which I'm very, very uh, excited about. Chris Queasley and I were giddy after he chose you. He and I were just... We were like two little schoolgirls that just got their JTT binders. Oh, man. As much as I can be giddy, I am also giddy. I got to tell you, here, here's the story about Chris Queasley and me playing together. There, because you can't choose whose team you're going to be on, I don't really like to spend too much time thinking about like, oh, I want to be on Kyle's team or oh, I want to be on Chris's team or Corey's team or something. Because... You don't want to get into a thing. Yeah, I don't want to get into a thing where like my whole season depends on, on like that one thing happening. But I will tell you, 
when I allow myself these thoughts you know, at <laughs> night as I drift off to sleep and I'm, and I'm just tucking into a softball dream, I got to tell you that the guy standing on second base ahead of me, Chris Queensley. I absolutely love playing with Chris Queensley. I'm going to cry. That was so beautiful. Oh, I got to tell you, Chris Queensley is... We played on the Poland Pirates team together for a couple of years. Uh, I don't even know how many at-bats. I must have had, uh, I don't know, 150 at-bats on that team. I had 100 hits. When the team disbanded or whatever has happened to the team, I have 100 hits on that team, which I just had to sneak in there. <laughs> are, you you sure it wasn't, you that are you sure it wasn't 99? <laughs> because I remember you telling me, that it was 99, and then like... I think it was actually 97, the and then like, we had another tournament. Was there a so. fielder's choice you tried to sneak in there <laughs> as number one? In, in the Sean Rugg-only era, it was 97. So anyway, <laughs> but... And the thing that I liked about playing behind Chris was, I'd, I'd hit second, and Chris would hit first. And like, you could count on Queasley being on second base or third base. And so you could just come up and do anything with the ball, and Queasley would score. He will score from second base... On a sacrifice fly to the right rover. I mean, that guy runs the bases. If you're like a stats hog and you want to pile him up, put Queasley in front of you. You are going to pile him up. Because if there's contact made, he's, he's going home. Uh, so I am so stoked to play with Chris Queasley. And then the, I think the rest of the team is going to be fun to play with too. Uh, but yeah, that... Uh, Quite, quite frankly, I'm a little offended you're not having your late night dreams about You know me. what? We've never played together it's before. Odd thing to say. <laughs> it's an odd thing to say to another man. I don't think Why aren't you dreaming about me? That's not odd at all. This is the DSL. That is par for the course. Where... Man, if you hit after Kyle, you're not getting any RBIs because they're gone. They're all gone. Kyle's trotting around the bases. But no, we haven't played together, so hopefully we'll get that, that chance in the future. you got to earn that love, that... Fantasy, uh, yeah, I, I mean, or whatever. I, I don't know. The military people, they probably play on teams where they're together a lot that much, right? But it's pretty rare. You played on the Daegu Dees team, right? You gotta yeah, have played with them for a while. You gotta have a number at bats on that on that squad and with those guys, right? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, it's just cool. You get like a vibe. You get like, you know, and like playing defense. I always say, Queasley playing defense. Like you just, you don't even have to look. You know where he's gonna be. Right when you get that like where the ball is. Well, it's it's always <laughs> it's always easier to play defense when you know what everyone around you is right. gonna do or is capable. DSL's of. DSL's not like that though, right? You don't not no <laughs> you don't. no 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 <laughs> no because the season's so short and because you only play one game a day or whatever, you don't get that opportunity to like really gel in. And this year, I mean, with thirteen people, there's gonna be lots of rotations. There's gonna be lots of. Uh, Moving around, so it's always interesting. I mean, yeah. we've seen the nasty side of that. Yeah, and the new the new substitution slash yeah. playing time rules. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be. I think there's gonna be lots of. Uh, ask Brian Hill if you ever get a chance to talk to Brian Hill. Ask Brian Hill about the uh, uh, opportunity to get some time playing with somebody else. Do you don't remember a couple years ago? I don't remember what Ooh, you're talking. Oh man, he he. I can't remember the guy that he read. They ran into each other and. They had to carry Brian off the field. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was at the Dream Field. No, this was a different no. one. This was at. Uh, Vinny, was it Vinny? Was it Vinny? Wasn't it Vinny? This may have happened multiple times. With Vinny multiple ran people. into somebody. Yeah. So anyway, I what don't know. didn't Vinny run into? <laughs> who didn't Vinny run into? Careful out there uh, with the with the new teammates. All right, that's that's a long way of saying I'm super excited to play with Chris Queasley. So there we go. Um, 
Yeah. All right, before we get off the draft and go on to the teams and what we expect for the season and week one, Sarah, what do you got for us to, to round this out? Uh, I'm going to call this uh, match the quote to the coach. Quote to the quote. Quote to the coach. I can't do it. Quote to the coach. You're not the broadcaster that I am. So, <laughs> so Zach, I've decided that you can play along too, but this All is right. really for Kyle since he was at the draft. So I have seven okay. choice quotes here. From coaches on draft. These day. are real quotes. You didn't real make these quotes. up. Yes, and I, I. This isn't some nonsense. I'm 98 sure I have permission to quote these people. Beautiful. I'm pretty sure that I asked. All right. Well. Everyone. Okay. Good. So. <laughs> I have no nothing to say to that. <laughs> so I'm going to read the quote and then, Kyle, did you tell me that you wanted Zach? Yeah, I want to hear what Zach has to say first because okay. I'm. I'm thinking that I'll probably know who said it. All right. So you and I want to hear what your the outsiders. what your guess is. Yeah. The only problem is I drank a lot that night, okay. so I well, might not well, remember. Well, none of these are post draft. Uh, so well, depending on how sober you were, whatever. Okay. Anyway. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so the the tiny bit of context for this one, someone had just said, um, I don't know if that player knows how to play the game. Uh huh. And and the, the coach in question said this in response. Mm. Baker doesn't know how to play, and we made him a coach. Mm. Okay. <laughs> There's a background. We got a little background going. Um, all right, I'll just confess to this. I know who this one is because it's not on your paper. Well, Zach, then well, don't only say. only this one. Okay, all right. All right, well, let's. This guy. That's me. <laughs> I said that one. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, there we go. <laughs> All right, good. And I stand by it. Okay. <laughs> All right, number two. I have not seen any okay. more of these. Uh, hear that, Sarah? All the guys think I'm handsome. Oh, man. That, that sounds like so many of you. That sounds like so many of you. Uh, God. I, I can think of four people just like... I mean, there's only quickly. eight. I know, and four of them. Like, well, if you got yeah. narrowed down to fifty percent. All right, let's... let me go with man, De Villers, De Villers. That was Mr. Brandon Brown. It was Brandon Brown. Wow. Do you remember that? Yeah. Jeez. All right, that one wasn't even one. He would have been fifth on my list. <laughs> so you had it narrowed. Who are the four? De Villers, Corey. Uh, man. I would have said you, but then uh, you had already given a quote, so I eliminated that one. Man, all right. Tricky. All right, you know. I tried to do my best Brandon Brown voice. Oh, that was Brandon Brown voice? Do it again, do it again. No. <laughs> Let me see. Can I do Brandon? You hear that, Sarah? No, I can't do no, it. No, you can't do it. It's just, I don't know what uh, that was. Okay. This, this one. Your team sucks, Dustin. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Murray. I'm gonna go Murray with that one. Uh, that was at least six of the other <laughs> coaches. <laughs> no? Corey Baker. <laughs> oh man, that's like the tamest thing Corey could have said in there. Alright, good. What's next? Uh I should have mixed these up. Um I don't relax until I get the first win. Man, that sounds like a second-year coach. That sounds like somebody who's coached before. I don't relax until I get the first win. Oh, that's true. I guess that narrows it down. If it, if it was Murray, there was a season that I was in the league that, boy, he would have spent a lot of time stressed out. 
Um, What's your guess? All right, so there's Murray, there's Brandon, there's... Uh, God, I can't even think of all the coaches. Dustin or... Dustin. Dustin. I'm going to go Dustin on that one. I... I don't remember this one. I must have missed this one. Uh, so I'm going to go Murray. That was Murray Johnson. Oh, right. That actually does seem like a real Murray thing to that say. That sounds like Murray. But he says it. He's like super relaxed and super cool. And he's like, I don't relax until I get that first win. Right. That's like, exactly how he said it. You're right. very relaxed you right now. Really relaxed. <laughs> you seem pretty not stressed. Okay, I really like this one. All right. People don't let me be an idiot. I choose to be an idiot. <laughs> oh man, that's also a lot of you guys. I, I guess. Oh, it's not Corey. Dust, Dustin. God, I don't. This is horrible. All of you sound the same I, to me in my mind. <laughs> I'd have to say Dustin on that one too. Okay, well, I didn't say that I would only have one quote per. Was it coach. Corey? It is Corey okay, because that sounds like <laughs> Corey, right? That sounds like a Corey one. Yeah, leaning into his. Uh, all right, my penultimate quote. <laughs> this is a bonus quote because okay. it's directed at another coach, so you get to guess from who to whom. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to mercy you so hard. I'm going to mercy you so hard. <laughs> Man. I'm going to go Queasley to Baker. That does not sound like Chris Queasley. That doesn't sound like Queasley? That sounds like Queasley. You get a couple, a couple drinks in him and, yeah. I think... I think that was me to... Who did I say that to? <laughs> it could have been anyone. All right, I'm going to give it to you. Does anyone... So now you know it. That was Kyle. It was Zach, Kyle. who do you think he said it to? <laughs> Jesus, I don't even know. God. Everyone. I'm going to say that he said it to everyone. That you got drunk and you were just running around the party saying it to everybody. <laughs> no. I, I actually think this was this one was in response to... This coach taking a pick I really wanted. Oh, okay. And so his punishment is I'm going to mercy rule. <laughs> oh, okay. Man, I don't know, Sarah. Who was it? Dustin Waters. Dustin. All right. Man, oh, I'm yeah, bad absolutely. at this game. All right, and this is my I last I was there game. and I'm bad at this game. <laughs> no, you're doing really well. Well, actually, I'm not keeping track. Um, so this is the last one. This one's, this one's a tricky one. All right. Because, well, I'll tell you why later. You can try to guess who said it. Everyone's a champion today. That sounds like Brandon. It really does sound like a Brandon Brown. Sounds quote. like Brandon. Nope. No. Not Jason Brandon. Yantorn. Oh, what a, via Dustin what Waters. A tricky one. Yeah. All right. So Jay something, something he never would have said had he been involved in the draft. Well, I think that, that Dustin was telling me a story that that's what J.O. always used to used say. To say. Uh, yeah, so I don't know how direct that quote is, but something along those lines. All right, there we go. Well, I uh, all of you coaches have blended together in my brain to the point where I can't distinguish anything <laughs> you might say to generic dude. Yeah, just sort of like generic. Uh, just a shortish, tall, skinnyish, fat blob. <laughs> With a little bit of facial hair. All right. Well, thanks, Sarah. Good work. You're Good scouting from the draft. I hope we get a little more as we break down the teams here. Sarah, one of the big outcomes from the draft is the divisions. Yes. Okay. I'm super into this. Yeah, you have mentioned it like 15 times. I know. You're like obsessed with it. Yes, I Did know. we talk about it last time? Yeah, we did. Know. It doesn't matter. We're going to talk about it this time again. Well, right. I, I learned about it last time. Okay, there's eight teams. They've been split into two divisions. Kyle over here has been able to pull these out uh, of his brain. 
Look, he didn't even look at anything. He just wow. had to memorize. I don't know what division I'm in, so I'm excited to like sort this out. Okay, Kyle, go ahead. Break it down for us. What are the names and who's in them? All right, we've got two divisions. We're going a uh, height division, cast division. Okay. So the height division uh, consists of uh, Deviller's dirt bags, uh, dirt bags, Brandon Brown's Mavericks. Okay. The Mavericks. Chris Queasley's Seaball. Uh, okay. C- Big C's. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dustin Waters All Balls. All right. So the Dirt Bags, the Mavericks, the Big C, the Big C. and All Balls. All that's right. right. Good. And then, so that's the height division. Right. And then the cast division, of course, uh, Projectile Dysfunction. All right. Wait a minute. I have those labels the other way around. Uh, no. The height division was not my division because... I was upset about that. Cass is awful. <laughs> but height is drinkable? Slightly more All right. so. All right, give me the rest of the cast division. All right, so projectile dysfunction. Cast division, projectile dysfunction, uh, Baker's Dozen, uh, Beards and Beavers. Beards and Beavers. And the Hit Squad. And the Hit Squad. All right, so you're in that division. How do you feel about uh, the division? Uh, I like it. I you like am, it. I am easily the ha- most handsome. Mm. Uh, the youngest. You're younger than Corey. Yeah. Am I? I actually think I'm the youngest coach. Wow. Okay. I want all to right. think. Are you 30 yet? Just turned 30. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, they make me look real good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in Just lots of ways. Side by side, you're gonna you're gonna say. Oh, oh in lots of ways. <laughs> all right. I like that one. The stakes of the divisions are important to think about too because. What's going to happen is you're going to play each team in your division twice, right? That is correct. Each team in your division twice. And then come playoff time, the bottom team uh, in each division does not make the playoff. Again, you are correct. So despite the fact that you might have... I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not making predictions here right now. But you may have the two worst teams in the league in one division. But one of those teams will make the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah. You could have a team with a 1-9 and nine record make the playoffs, while like a team with a 4-6 and six record stays home. That's right. That's right. Do you see yeah. that happening this year? Uh, no, I, I think, and I really hope for, uh, quite a bit of parity. With okay. all... All with the exception of one team. Mm. Uh, I kind of hope projectile dysfunction so runs, somehow you runs want, the table. You want projectile dysfunction to run the table, but everybody else is pretty even. Everybody else just stays even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 500 teams and then right. the perfect projectile dysfunction. But don't you think that playing a team twice can help that parody because, you know, you, you learn more, you, like, have some experience, and you're able to, like, adapt sure. to that better, so, yeah. maybe, so and that I mean, intrinsically... All right, and this is, like, some sports theory stuff, but, like, there are times where teams are so evenly matched, like, if you played 100 times, it would go 50-50. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when you only play once, it comes down to one break or one thing happening, and so... You know, maybe you play, one bad call. Yeah, or, one bad thing that happens that turns it. It's not really a level of a t- level of a talent or a measure. Are you talking about softball? We're we talking sh- about softball. We yeah, sure are, man. sweetheart. Do you want to talk about softball? No. All right. So, uh, so you got these teams that are gonna play each other twice, and you've got it's all it That's comes down to like a roll of the dice in some some situations, and so yeah, you're gonna get that chance to like. 
Right. Again, like you, you just play them once, and maybe that, maybe that one bad call ruins the game. Right. <laughs> we got a guess here. I'm gonna leave this in. This is Dan. Do it. Yeah, sure. this is great. Podcast gold. This is our son Ziggy's first appearance on the podcast. Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy's first appearance. I'm gonna tell you something. I feel honored to be here. Yeah, man, you're here for it. <laughs> There's He's... two divisions. There's height and cast. Which one do you like? Height or cast? Height. Oh, there we go. That there was un incur un in not. It was. I didn't tell him to do that, and that just <laughs> happens to be the division that Daddy is in. Are Did you, you know that? Are you snubbing me, Ziggy? Is that what's happening? I'm gonna I'm gonna provide some context for Ziggy appearing on the podcast for the first time. We've been. Wait, can you please tell the good people that it's a vitamin? It's a vitamin. Okay, it's not just a gummy bear. All right, when we started this, now my mom's gonna go. What color do you want? Red. That's my mom, guys. I love it. All right. When we started this podcast with Sean Rugg and Chris Queasley in Pohong, Sarah was like six months pregnant, yes. right? And we used to drive out to Look Sean's apartment. Oh. <laughs> and like there were times where Sarah was just like dead tired, falling asleep like at the podcast while we're trying to record this thing. Pregnancy's hard. Yeah. So now we have Ziggy here who's almost three years old joining us for the first time on the podcast. So pretty cool. Um, all right. <laughs> so technically not his first appearance. Yeah, he's been around for a number of them. Uh, but his first vocal credit that he's going to get. <laughs> all right, so two divisions. You get to play teams twice. You get to redo some of those like dice throws that happen over the course of a season where it comes down to like one bobbled ball or something like that. So a also, good chance. Also, more tension. Like, yeah. Like a little, you know, you develop a little bit of a, a rivalry maybe. Get with that rivalry coaches. going. Um, I haven't looked at the schedule yet. Do you know what week it like first turns over? Uh, no. Like we play all balls in week one. When do we play all balls again? Because I can sure answer this question in our division. I can answer this question if you give me some time because um, I think Devillers put together this chart that was like randomized and everyone's a number. Oh dang, we don't we don't play. I have that chart. You have the chart. Oh, well, hold on. Well, well, hold on. We don't play uh, all balls again until week eight. No. So like we're going week one, and then we're going week eight. So we're waiting seven weeks to see them. So I do think, yeah, there's a chance for like, yeah, some building to happen, yeah. right? Because by week one, build up some hatred for Dustin Waters. <laughs> I don't need five weeks to do that. I don't need seven weeks. <laughs> so like week one, we're gonna play. You're just kind of figuring out the teams. But week eight, the stakes should be pretty high by week eight when you go for that. You know, for a round two yeah, I think somebody. week eight is when you realize, okay, we need to start making a push here. Right. And so we play, let's see, even like week 10, the big C's playing the Mavericks in week 10, which I think is our, our division. Potentially, you know, for like a playoff spot. Right. You guys play Beards and Beavers. So there you go. I mean, do you think a playoff spot's going to be on the line in that one in week 10? Hard to say. When do you lock it? When do you Hard lock it, Kyle? When do you lock the division or the, uh, yeah, sure, the division top? We'll see. We'll see. All right, all right. You I don't, don't, I'm not going to relax until I get that first win. <laughs> As a wise coach once said. Very a wise man Wonderful. once told me that. All right. Strange enough, I'm playing him in our first game, right, so one of us is going to relax. <laughs> 
So there, you drafted a young man named Luigi. That's true. Who is a rookie. Also true. Who you saw at the rookie game playing, mm-hmm. you know, bebopping around. <laughs> bebopping around, yes. <laughs> what did you think of him? Uh, well, uh, I saw him in the field. I saw him throw around some, and I took note of that. <laughs> uh, and then I saw him at the plate, and uh, he had a couple of at-bats that I was actually quite impressed with. And so I was really more thinking about the batting in that instance. Uh, and then I thought everything else will come along, hopefully. And then you drafted him, and I don't remember who, but some other coach pointed uh-huh. out to you that uh-huh. you got Inigo montoya I did. <laughs> I did get Inigo montoya And he had, in fact, been... He was not right-handed. That's right. He was throwing, he was throwing right-handed... Because he couldn't find a left-handed glove. And you... it was Murray Johnson who, who, who <laughs> revealed that information. Kyle, there are people who've won the lottery. <laughs> and there's video footage of them learning that they won the sweepstakes or whatever. And their faces in no way match yours when you learned that the guy you thought was pretty decent was actually not playing with his dominant hand. You were, like, freaking out. It was so cool. This is by far my favorite moment of the draft. It was just amazing. I was excited, man. He's, you're basically just telling me that everything I saw from the guy... Oh, no, he's actually better than that. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. What's some great news to get? I love those guys, too. The, a guy like Luigi... Uh, maybe like a Denzel last year, Denzel Engelbrecht. Right, yeah. Uh, Lucky. Um, Matt Halakas. Matt Halakas. Just right. these guys who like haven't played a ton, but then they show up and like, man, the thing about bats with those guys is you never know where the ball's going to go. The guys who have never played and come out and halfway through the season, they're players you rely on. Right. That's exactly what I saw in Luigi and exactly the reason why right. I was... Absolutely giddy, right? When, when they, Murray told me that that wasn't even his right. They drive part. me insane. Like when you're playing, when you're playing shortstop or you're playing any other field, you can usually like look at a guy's feet and you can see the swing. You know that the way their hips go or whatever, right. and you can you can actually cheat like a couple of steps, mm-hmm. right? When the before the ball is hit, you're like, all right, he's gonna pull it. But those guys like that, they they just kill you when you cheat because they just yeah they just it's you just don't know you just have no idea where it's going to go like the feet are all over the place and i don't know so they're always fun it's always the, fun to often the the cricketers right yeah. yeah yeah and you're just like man he, he could loop it this way or that way so those guys are always fun to watch and play with so yeah cool we got luigi in the league this year where's luigi from you know where he's from luigi i think he's south african I have no idea. I don't know. I All think right. well, I, uh, first DSL mystery or weekly ball movement mystery yeah. we gotta solve. Wherever um, the Dread Pirate Roberts is from, or where his friends are from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You killed my father. No, prepare <laughs> to die. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. You want to go through these? Uh, I kind of want to preview the games, and then uh-huh. like as we preview the games, go through some basic thoughts on the team. Okay. What do you think? You want to do that? So basic. I like... So basic. I like the structure of that. It's almost as if you have thought this out. Keep it simple. Um, all right, so... <laughs> I just... Oh, man. Uh, all right, so game one. 
big one of the day. Two new coaches. The two newest coaches. I think it's fair to call them the two newest coaches. Baker's Dozen, Beards, and Beavers. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen, Beards, and... Wow. Give, give me a note on Baker's Dozen. Sarah, you got a note on Baker's Dozen? Well, I mean, would you like to know how many times Corey Baker was told to shut up during the Yes. For draft? his team preview, please tell me how many times Corey was told to shut up. What do you want to guess? I just I just <sighs> want to point out that it's a lot of work just to tally that number. What would happen next? I think it'll surprise you. How, how, <laughs> how was your wrist feeling <laughs> after you wrote all of those well, down? Right. Kyle, I, wait, Kyle, you give the over-under. On times that Corey was told to shut up, and then I will, I will. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, over under. Let's set it at twenty. Twenty, man. All right. Well, sadly, based on Sarah's reaction, I'm gonna have to go on the under. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm gonna have to go the under. Uh, Sarah, you blew it. All right. Well, <laughs> what do you got, Sarah? How many? Well, I I had to make two separate tallies. One when one for violence against Corey, <laughs> threatened violence against Corey, and Corey the Corey shut up tally, which was okay. the Corey shut up tally was six. Wow. The violence against Corey was five, and I think that the lowness of those numbers suggests how serious the coach has become once the draft really gets started, because almost ninety percent of those came pre. Draft like okay. pre like the actual like picking of you know when your pick was. So once the draft that. started, they couldn't even really be bothered to like tell him to shut up anymore. <laughs> and he like... also did kind of shut up. Oh okay, but the oh. sheer fact that Corey was involved, twenty's not a bad number because you could right. easily go take yeah, the over. Yeah, probably get it. He'll probably get there uh, this Sunday. All right. <laughs> All right, now Mike on the other side, beards and beavers. Any notes on Mike or? That's Corey's team preview. That's what he gets. How many times he was told to shut up in the draft. That's all they get. The Baker's dozen. I do have something to say, actually, about Mike Miller. Right. He was giving these little speeches before a bunch of his To picks. himself or no, to No, no, to the room. He okay. was like, oh, I'm going to, uh, I don't know. He had like a whole shtick he was doing. Okay. And I felt like... I don't know. I felt like he thought like that was the thing to do. Okay. <laughs> but like right. nobody else was doing like it, so it kind of dropped off. But I liked it. I liked the little. It, yeah, it started. You did a couple of speeches, Kyle, but not. Hold not up a like second. I well, go ahead, go ahead. I. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you which pick. Well, some of them, some of the picks. <laughs> absolutely, you could. I could probably tell you which picks because some of the picks you've got a couple of guys you want, or a couple of girls, or a guy and a girl. Or just a couple of players you want, and you can't you decide between the two because you know you're not getting the other one. Right. Oh, so you're talking to yourself, yeah, really? Yeah, you're you're just saying, all right, here's here's what I'm looking at, here's why I want this guy and why I'm okay letting the other one go to somebody else. So maybe you know just a bit of reassuring yourself to the other seven people. In the yes, room. <laughs> yes, good. Um, but I do want to announce here that as I'm looking at Mike Miller's team on the website. The names of the players have been put on the team pages, and the positions of the players have been put on the team pages. Oh, really? It looks only, like that. Only his team, I think. Only Is it only this one team? Yeah. All right, because I was wondering... My team didn't have positions earlier. All right, because I was wondering if this Mainly was... Mainly because I haven't released that information. Yeah, if this was a Maddie Campbell thing, or if this is a Mike Miller thing. Because um, I do think that... Uh, That's he, part of the reason I haven't released that information. Yes. I don't want Campbell to know he's playing catcher. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking at his infield. I'm looking at his team here, and I, I, uh, I like the infield. Groba at third base, Woody at shortstop, Jenna probably at first base, and then I, I like that left side, the Groba Woody. Yeah. yeah. 
Grobo, two grinders. A couple of hard-nosed yeah. ball should, players. Should yeah. be a lot of blood at 10 a.m. at Young Gnome. I'm going to go. A lot of blood. I'm going to put the over-under of bloody knees at three. Can you imagine if you're a rookie and you're coming in like your team has game two and you walk by the field and from all the way from second base to third base is just a blood streak. A bloodbath. <laughs> That's what he can fall for you, though. That, that, those two will get dirty. Um, so, yeah, I like their infield. And... Uh, you know, Mike Miller was actually is actually a pretty good player. Um, so I think that that team has a chance to score a lot of runs and play some decent defense. We'll see. They got to kind of come together. And I wonder what position Mike's gonna play. He's not on here. A couple of big sticks on that team. Oh yeah, Ruben, right? Mm-hmm. Ruben Rodriguez on that team, which like, man, that guy just Ruben's on that team, right? Mm-hmm. Just mashes. Mike himself is a yeah. He hits Mike's a pretty one of those guys ball. that doesn't hit a ton of home runs, probably, but like when it comes off the bat, it comes off hard. Yeah, right? it just like it comes at you. Um, so yeah, all right, you got a pick in that one. Baker's dozen beards and beavers. Baker's dozen beards and beavers. I'm gonna put the beards and the beavers as the favorites, and Baker's dozen as the underdog. So can they? You know, do we get an upset with Baker's dozen? You know, Robbie said something to me once. Ooh, that Rob I, McClure. Rob McClure. Make an appearance. That I forgot. Okay. But the gist of it was that that this sort of um, attempt to look at a team and go, ah, mm. I'm not sure they're going to gel or I yeah. think this is the underdog is is has been proved to be inaccurate multiple times. Oh, yeah. And when you think about Robbie's history in the league and how, you know, he'll have a team where their first couple of games is just like, what is happening? Yeah. And then they Notoriously go Notoriously slow to start. Exactly. Yeah. And then they go on to win the championship, for example. Um, so I think that, you know, this is recorded. Sarah, I am not into reasonable picks here. I'm into hot takes. All right? <laughs> I'm into media-generated controversy through just me pulling things out of my... Uh, ass. All right, I'll give you some controversy. Give I'm, me some. I'm giving this game to Beards and Beavers. All right, you gonna go Beards and Beavers? Yeah. All right. Uh, close. We got a close one. Uh, Corey's first time coaching. Mike's first time coaching too. But you know, if you had to pick, Corey showed up three hours late to the rookie game. That's true. I was I was about to say. I mean, 10 a.m. at the it's rookie. It's close. If yeah. Corey's Corey's Saturday night out doesn't get too crazy. Oh, you're gonna put it on his Saturday. Yeah, night. it right. gets his Saturday night gets nuts. You're assuming and it's up below. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Corey, you're assuming that's a bad thing. Yeah, you're assuming that Corey's presence on his team is is like. I think honestly, like if Corey doesn't show up on his team, like I don't know that that hurts them. Oh. Like you, I mean, I could, you know, Darren Smith is a softball smart guy. We're like, hear I about think this he's on the perfectly next. capable. We're of, gonna hear about this on the pickle. Uh, Corey, I'm sure you'll do Don't a fine job. Don't mention that podcast on <laughs> our podcast. All right. Um, okay, so you're going to go Beards and Beavers, Beards and Beavers. Ah. I, I, I do think it'll be close, by the way. You ah, know what? I'm going to... You didn't ask me, but I'm, I'm going to go I'm ahead and this. volunteer my opinion. Um, I'm going to go Baker's Dozen. Okay. I'm going to go... Because mm. it would be Kyle's just like Corey to win that one. That would okay. just be so like... You know how like when you were in school <laughs> and like you worked really hard and then there was this dude who just like rolled up and like yeah. did it and like yeah. the teacher was like, you're so great. And he was like, <laughs> God, he didn't do anything. Like that. <laughs> That's Corey to you. That's Corey. And that guy always steals a win. I'm, 
I'm detecting some uh, some intense emotion here. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I, Corey has uh, man, he just picked an interesting yeah. team. We've got Doug. Doug is a winner and good. And Darren Smith and man, I mean, just, you're just naming. There are names. several guys who are just uh, he good has, to have. He on has his players team. named Andrew Frank and Rick Cunningham. I mean, those are the names of some of his players. <laughs> Some, some of that deep analysis that you're looking for here. I can read. I can read. All right, my pick. He has a Kyle, so he's got he that. He has a Kyle. Yeah. Kyle had blood. Uh, you guys know Kyle Mellon? I don't know him, but I'll he is you. a Kyle. Let me tell you an amazing Kyle oh, Mellon story. Did I give him a baby wipe? Yeah. I was handing so those things blood. out like crack. Uh, we played with him in the tournament. Wow, why were you handing out crack? You handed out crack? No, I was handing out baby wipes. Like All right. Were... I don't know about that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, my wife did not hand out crack at the game. Please do not ask. Okay. Um, but, amazing Kyle Mellon story. He came out to the tournament that we had last year, right? And, like, the game hasn't started yet. We're all walking out to the outfield. Kyle's, I'm, I'm playing short. Kyle's out in the in left field. I turn my back. I turn around. He's laying on the ground. The game has not started. When was this? This was in a tournament last year. And I feel bad that I'm telling this story now, but I'm going to throw it out there. He had hurt himself jumping over a bug. (laughs) (laughs) Before the game had even begun. And, like, we were, like, shorthanded. This was, like, one of those pulling teams that was, like, scraped together with, like, people that we pulled off the street on the way to the game. And, like, here's this guy. Athletic dude. Like, he's super athletic. You know, we were counting on him to, like, to pull some big innings for us. (laughs) He was just like, nope, I'm done. That's it. My day's over. Uh, So, anyway, hopefully, hopefully he stays healthy for seven innings in this next one. Alright, so I'm gonna go Beards and Beavers. I'll go Beards and Beavers on the pick. Um, yeah. Ask me next week and I'll have forgotten who I picked in that one. Okay. It's recorded, so Okay. Uh, Mavericks and the D-Bags. Mavericks and the Dirtbags. Brandon Brown, Greg Davila Lele. I like Brandon's team. Brandon went boom or bust. Brandon. Brandon went boom. Or bust. And the bust is just simply the presence of his players. <laughs> That's it. Wait, I wasn't listening. What did you say? Brandon went boom or bust. He's, you think he's going to win? You... I mean, I think he has a chance to win the whole thing. I mean, you got Brandon Brown, you got Mike Moore, and James Polk. Starting off. Your first three. You got a good good That's veteran a... presence on that Killer. team. You got Lowell. I don't know if Lowell's going to be there. Is Lowell going to be there for this week? I have no idea. I don't know what's going on with Lowell. Um, so Brandon, James Polk, Mike Moore, huge three, right? I was watching James Polk's rookie game, and you're like, ah, probably if he plays in all the games, rookie of the year, possible MVP guy, and that's, you know, he can play. And Brandon Brown's an MVP guy, and Mike Moore's probably an MVP guy, so huge. And then the course of the season probably comes down to, uh, are they there? <laughs> I mean, that, that would be it. And I think week one, they're gonna be there. So, yeah, I like their chances in, in week one. All right, and then the dirt bags. What do we got with the dirt bags? Sarah, what do you feel about the Greg DeVillers and the dirt bags? Mondor Walker. Mondor and Quinn, man. Yeah. Outfield? Yeah, I like it. Quinn is a fucking good player. Like, something about Quinn that he just kind of gets, I don't know, like, he, he seems to get a little hidden a little bit. I mean, he's a quiet guy. I think, yeah, I mean, he, he does, I guess, fly under the radar. My first year, he played first base. Uh, and so that was sort of like, you know, oh, he's playing first base. Like, I don't know. But then, what, last year he put 
center field. Yeah. Played a good center field. Played a great center field. I've seen him play right field in tourneys and do a good job in right. He's a great player. He's also like kind of quietly a really competitive guy. Like Yeah. If he <laughs> if he's not doing well at something, he does not take right. it. I like lying uh, down. Yeah. I like a lot of the picks that uh that the Villers made. Um Halakas was a guy we talked about. That guy just had like crazy power. Didn't, yeah, it right? was it was one of those guys no one expected to to be yeah. good. It was one of the late round picks, and yeah. halfway through the season, he just found it. He just yeah. goes, "Oh, I get it. Oh, I know how this to game's do it. easy." Right. <laughs> and then uh, Shayla was one of the girls who really impressed at the rookie game, so I thought that was a, a good pickup by him. And then Delapaz, man, I think Delapaz is the guy. I don't think he could get most improved because he was actually pretty good last year. But to me, Mike Delapaz is a guy who's going to play shortstop. Maybe I, he was. Easily one of the most consistent rookies last year. Yeah. Huge like, batting average. Um, played a great third base. He played on that undefeated team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he's I mean part that, of it. Corey's team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the left side of that infield was a nuts, man. Yeah, with uh, Gaskell and Delapaz. And I think. No, no, it was Greener. Playing against oh, his greener. old coach. It was Greener and Delapaz. That's right, that's yeah, right. And oh, man. So Delapaz probably moving to short this year. And then we'll see what happens at third base, but I think he can do it. I think he's a, I think he's a solid player. Um, all right, so dirt bags and Jesus Mavericks. Mavericks. Not Jesus. <laughs> the Jesus Mavericks. All right. Um, the dirt bags versus Jesus. Dirt bags Mavericks. What do you think, Week One? I gotta give this one to the Mavs. Yeah, I'm leaning Mavericks. I'm leaning Mavericks. That. Oh, those three. That's one of those ones where Brandon must have just been, like, thrilled. Thrilled. Uh, about halfway through the draft. So, yeah, I gotta go Mavericks. Sarah, what do you think? You I'm gonna pick? go Mavericks as well. Dang, dirtbags! Which is unexpected. Well, I have to say, um, mostly because uh, my girl Aaron Murphy's on the Mavericks. Oh, okay. So Don't pick against Aaron Murphy. I don't. I would never do such a thing. That's, uh... I think that's Brandon's go-to lady. He's had her two years in a row. Yeah, yeah he likes having Aaron on there. Yeah. Oh, I will say player. this, though. Awesome teammate. Yeah. I played with her the last year I played with Corey. Uh, yeah. Awesome teammate. I played with awesome her lady. my first year. I can totally league. understand somebody just Absolutely. wanting to take Aaron every year. If, yeah, well, if I may uh, add one more draft observation, I did write. I don't know why I wrote this. There must have been some talking about it, but Aaron Murphy, this is my draft note, Aaron Murphy is universally recognized as awesome. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I gotta agree with that one. Um, one of the only statements that there was you know, no one of debate the, about. Right. One of the rule changes this year is, you don't, if a girl is missing, you don't have to hit a girl twice. Right? Right. Aaron Murphy, since she's been in the league, has maybe had more bats at bats than anyone over the last three years. She played on some teams where the girls just like didn't show. Yeah, and but I don't she, know. Jenna had a ton Jenna last a year, ton. a ton. But like Aaron just had a ton. Liz McMillan used to have a ton. I mean, mm. there are some players that you like looked at the thing and you're just like, oh my god. Um, so I don't know. Aaron's Aaron's at bats are coming down this year to a normal level. Well, I mean, like that's one of the things about the strategy with girls in the past is if you did happen to have a girl who didn't show up. Mm. You know, hope the hope is you have that other girl who you're just like, yeah, take the bat, All right, go, right. do good things. So this year, this year you can't like get Jenna to bat twice. Um, all right, so there we go. Poor dirtbags, man. You know, maybe pull one out here, prove us wrong. All right, all right. Game three, all balls versus Seaball. Easy pick. Balls and balls. Seaball. 
So many balls. There's balls all over the place. Uh, yeah, obviously my team's going to win this game. Dustin Waters and his team. Well, most broadcasters refuse to, nope. to make a pick. <laughs> nope. All right. Nope. This one's yeah, easy. Good. This one's easy. I have something to say. All right, go ahead. Obviously, I think the the big C's are going to win okay. this um, game. But I had a couple of conversations with Dustin uh, over the course Don't of Don't be talking to Dustin. <laughs> it's not connected to his team. Okay. Um, Don't you talk to him about things that are not team-related? Not specifically his team-related, oh yes. God. All right, um, anyway. I just wanted to say that um, my respect for Dustin has gone from, like, bottom dwelling like <laughs> bottom of the Marianas <laughs> trench like which I think is like the deepest known trench on Point our on the sure um, yeah, like a light bulb sea creature but whose light bulb had burnt out but like All the right. bottom feeder underneath <laughs> that sea okay. creature Who, the, the fish that ate that fish Slight, okay. slightly <laughs> below the lowest dwelling creature I got it so Good. that's where it was um, it's risen slightly it's risen slightly. That's the, that's actually the story of everyone who's ever gotten to know yeah, Dustin. He's, he's like starting <laughs> to see sunlight. Is that maybe? I, there's just a couple of, like, I think he's worked really hard for the league. Oh, yeah. And I know that that's true. And I think that Dustin is one of those people who, um, he, like, makes a lot of jokes and he likes to pretend he's not serious. Right. Um, but I think that it's, I think it's really great that there's people like Dustin who are willing to put so much time and effort for free into something so that other people can have lots of fun. And I'm not trying to say that the other coaches haven't done anything, mm -hmm. um, but... I, I do want to say something about that, though, if I may. Mm. Uh, like, there's always, every year, there's some, some debates over, like, scheduling and, like, hey, can we do this with the games? Like, that's really tough. Like, I just want to tell you this. If you see Dustin Waters... If you see Greg DeVillers, shake their hands on Sunday. Like yeah. those those two guys, uh, and and Murray as well. Like I mean, they are guys who have done just a ton for the league. Like people and don't not, realize it. They don't not get glamorous fun right, stuff either. Not like the stuff. draft. Yeah. The, like drinking until yeah. Yeah. The morning like, draft day. Fortunately for me, at this point. I've only been involved with the fun parts of being <laughs> captain. Right. That's very soon to change. But yeah, like, thank thank those guys because without their hard work, you right. know, this is a completely different thing yeah. if it's a thing at all. Yeah. Plus, after Dustin Waters gets utterly crushed by Seaball on Sunday, <laughs> he's going to want to hear some encouraging words from right, other people right, about right. why he's Play in this, this league back. at all. Yeah. Because he's going to be asking himself why. Play this back. Yeah. Um, I like I like Dustin's team too. Actually, uh, I think Thomas Thomas Durbano, interesting shot. He looked like a good player. Uh, there were a couple guys out there that, that like I was looking at. I was like, man, that guy looks like me when I was twenty five. If <laughs> if I'd been thin and agile, so then I was like, nah, wait a minute. So, but they look like <laughs> if I had been more athletic, thinner, and stronger, yeah. and younger, and just pretty much and better, born like maybe a little bit taller. And <laughs> what is it like to hit like thirty five? And just be like, was I ever 25? You know? And just be like, no. I think I missed it somehow. somehow I somehow I jumped it. straight from 18 to 35. To 35, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Thomas, he's an interesting choice. He's got him listed as a shortstop here. So we'll see. Um, and then he got Burdick. Burdick is an excellent shortstop. I played with him last year. Just a cannon. An absolute cannon. Uh, also a huge bat. Yeah, big bat. 
Jay Schick got that lefty power. He got my sleeper girl pick, Heather Langford. Love Heather, man. Loved playing with Heather. God. She's really mean when you play uh, cribbage with her. Like she's, <laughs> Do not be her cribbage partner. She's very mean. She's a mean cribbage she was, partner. She was mean to me. I was her uh, cribbage partner. And she's an absolutely excellent outfielder. I mean, field the junks last year. Oh, she's phenomenal. Phenomenal player. Great teammate. We did win the championship. I don't know if you win the championship without Heather Langford. I'll throw that out there. I mean... Uh, she, was, she was a key piece. She was a key piece. Stages I, in the game. I will say, if we would have won the championship without her, it would have been a, a whole lot more difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She was. She brought a lot, um, and I think she's gonna bring a lot to all balls as well. Uh, Christina Price, absolutely favorite uh, female player. Man, I don't know. Good team. I think like he's gonna have a team that is fun to be a part of, which is like an all ball staple. So uh, excited for that one. But like C ball, I mean. We're on another level here. Like, all balls, yeah, great. Yeah, okay, on cool, good. Level. Here we go. C-ball. C-ball's on a different level. All right. I'm going to take off my player cap here and put on just the straight commentator cap, okay? As if I were not on this team. Do you understand? I, like, understand what you think you're saying, but I think it's not going to come <laughs> off that way. Championship team right here. As a commentator, not as a as a participant. <laughs> That's my take. Um, I think that I think that Queasley clearly had a strategy, like a like a strategy, and then he he got it. You're going. I I'm on this team. Mm. I'm fine. I'm old, um, and I don't really have a place to play. I, I don't have a position. I'm not playing shortstop. Green is playing shortstop. Um, Chris Canella says he's playing third base. That's fine. If you're unhappy, I can find somewhere for you. Yeah. Hebs is in left. Queasley's in center. Brian Hill's in right. We got Denzel, who was like a super uh, rover last year. And um, then this this guy, Danny Helm, who looked like a young 25-year-old, more agile version of me. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did actually look quite a bit like I did when I was 25. But uh, right. I didn't notice him. All right. So there we go. So Danny, Danny's like left rover maybe, right? So just like the defense here to me is just stacked. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then I think this is a team that was made to just double and double and double and double and double and well, double. Well, that's like, that's another thing that Queasley kept saying. He had a similar mentality to me in the draft in that we were just, we just wanted defense. Yeah. And I think, I think uh, Queasley definitely... I don't know, it's on paper, right? I mean, it's on paper. Maybe we show up and, like, <laughs> you know, Queasley's lost a step. Nobody's getting younger out there. You know, maybe Greena, just a little bit less range than last year. But you got you got Hebsey, who ages in reverse that's somehow. Right, like... That's right. <laughs> so Hebs is on there. Man, I, I don't know. When he, when he announced that team, I was just, I was excited with the team that I thought we had. And then I found out that we had Chris Hebs. Well, I mean, and here's... I was just like, holy shit. And then I found out we had Jamie Carnes. And I was just like, yeah. this is how we're filling out our roster? This is how we're... This is amazing. Well, I will say this, like... This is another one of the... Like, the situations I was talking about earlier where you have the, the 50-50 shot and you mm. know you've got to let one go. Yeah. That, that happened to me several times because Queasley picked right after me. Ah, uh, okay, so... He's, he's constantly scooping up players that right. I'm like... Maybe by some small miracle they'll come back around to me. Right. Never, never did they. Didn't happen. No, no. He was, he was getting them. 
Absolutely. So there we go. So I'm excited to be on Seaball. I think Seaball's going to win. Uh, it's not really fair for me to make a prediction. Sarah, Seaball, my wife, <laughs> who I'm married to, prediction on Seaball versus All Balls? I think I made it perfectly clear who I thought was going to win All right, Kyle, I'm gonna I'm going to go keep, against it. Even though Ziggy's no longer in the room, I'm going to keep calling him the big C. Okay. Oh, see, we should say that we were calling them that because we can't have Ziggy repeating the name of Zach's team at daycare. Right. It's Korean <laughs> daycare. So. Right, so there we go. That's why we're calling them the big C. Uh, All right, what do you think? You got a uh, I, I'm in a similar boat. I, I like I like both these teams. Uh, I just like the big C better. All right, there we go. Last game of the day. Well, this one. Here we go again. Projectile dysfunction versus hit squad. Mm-hmm. Now we can break down your team a little Last, bit. Last, but most certainly not least. All right, let's talk about projectile dysfunction a little bit here, man. Before we get onto the real team, the hit squad. Yeah, man, <laughs> you were you were oh. announcing that team. You were announcing that team, and I was just like, "Holy shit! How is this happening?" And then you said, "Can you imagine what it felt like to kept picking uh, them?" Like, and then you <laughs> said, "Matt Campbell." So like. You gave your whole team out, and I was standing there yeah. just like, oh, my God. Like, this last pick doesn't even matter. Like, like that's a good team. And then you went with Matt Gamble. Well, I had to announce him last because, like, I was joking with him, like, oh, I'd, you know, I'd love to pick you. And then, like, oh, I'd never pick you. And then just, like, uh, so, I'm yeah. So, like, I am so stoked about this team. Where are you going to play, Kyle? Ooh. Where am I going to play? Yeah. Breaking news. That has been absolutely the single most haunting question. Oh my god. I don't know where I'm going to play. Shortstop. Shortstop, Kyle. Yeah, that's yeah. You drafted Maddie to bump him. I drafted Maddie so I could make him watch me play shortstop. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, uh, like seriously, like because you have Cad one of yeah, one of my hardest coaching decisions thus far has been making lineups and trying to put myself in somewhere. And it's oh, like... Oh, man. Dude, you, you do uh, have a ridiculously good team. Well, where are you playing Greg Jones? Uh, again, I've, I've... Here's what I love about my team. Dude, yeah, this is I have you start to put it so together. many options. I mean, you can play Chris Berry at first base. I can play Chris Berry at first Which base. Which is insane. I can play him at third base. Yeah. I can play him in the outfield. Guess what? Greg Jones can play those positions as well. Right. And I bet <laughs> like, Brandon could too. Uh, yeah, there are several people on yeah. my team who can play several positions. You got a lot I, of flexibility. I love that. Like I am so excited about that. All right, but you don't know where you're gonna play yet. Uh, I Wait had some see. ideas. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep some things under the hat, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you're playing against Kyle, just wait until the first inning when he starts walking out there. I'm going to have everybody walk to the wrong positions. And I'm like, all right, now. And then they scramble to the correct. <laughs> that would be like, amazing. Uh, yeah. What do they do in Please. football when they line like up you for, see, the, for the two-point conversions, but they all like out the wings scramble, around? Yeah. And then they all like come running back in, and then they just do an extra point kick? And yeah. like, damn, man, that looked like it was going to be cool. Like, you've got me walking out to catcher. That's right. Dave Lyons walking to shortstop. And yeah. I'm like, now! And everybody just switches. <laughs> Please do As that. the pitch is going. like, <laughs> I want that to happen. Uh, all right, yeah, man, you got a good team. It's a great way to get somebody hit in the back of the head with a <laughs> softball. <laughs> but guys, listen, it'll be really cool. Okay, I know that it's a little dangerous, but you're if gonna I, like it. If I really wanted someone off the wait list, maybe. Oh man. Oh wow. <laughs> all right. Just a, so, a note to all of my players listening. 
I would never do anything so to endanger you to pick if, someone off the waiting list. Kyle puts you a catcher and then tells you to run out in front of it. <laughs> Don't. All right. Uh, all right, let's talk about Murray Johnson's hit squad. Murray had a... Meh. Murray had a... Murray had a strategy. He certainly did. It wasn't young. <laughs> it wasn't youth. <laughs> was not Murray's strategy. Uh, but no. I, do, I do like his team. Well, I it think... just doesn't have to be particularly young. Like, I really think, and, you know, this is definitely a factor when you're drafting, but I think a big part of Murray's strategy, and it, it seems to me, I haven't been involved in other drafts, but it seems like this is a was an ongoing thing for him. Just, he's picking people he just wants to play with, right? I would say for sure. Like, which is, you know. I mean, I think. That's good. Uh, you, you're going to be playing with people you want to enjoy yourself. A.A. Ron. Aaron Adelsman, back in the league. I love playing with Aaron. Aaron's that, a good choice. He's an excellent hilarious. pitcher. Yep. He's, he's an excellent pitcher. That's right. Uh, which, you know, sometimes gets overlooked, but is a huge part of your team if you can have somebody who, who can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babin, third base, gold glove last year, so right. take that. Babin's a vet. Yep, a vet, yep. been in the league a long time. Um, where are the big picks out here? We got Alfredo. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Alfredo? Alfredo. Alfredo's playing short. One of my coworkers, yeah. Oh, yeah, you work with Alfredo. Yeah, I do work with All Alfredo. Right. Uh, Tell us about Alfredo. Give us a little uh, inside scouting. Well, I knew he was going to be good. I, you knew that was happening? I toyed with the idea of telling him not to come to the rookie game. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, no, a uh, very athletic guy. He's he's also a big guy, so he's going he's gonna to hit the ball hard. Yeah. And he's really smooth in the field. Like yeah. he's, he's he's a goalie. He's like he played professional goalie. Yeah, in Ecuador. Yeah, so, Argentina. No, Ecuador. Ecuador. Oh. Ecuador. Uh, it, it doesn't matter where he played professional goalie <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Um, and he's yeah, smooth, slick. Should be fun to watch. Um, a new shortstop in the league. Always fun to to watch with the new shortstop. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. He's also got Daryl. Um, an old shortstop in the league. I like how you're going from the. Bottom of the I'm just rolling through the online see. list to the top. I want to just see, and then Paul Whitaker. Yeah. Right. Daryl, we'll have a rover battle this year. Last year we had a shortstop battle and we both were terrible. So this year we'll just rover battle. Uh, so I'm excited for my rover battle with Daryl. Um. Yeah, man. And then oh man, Murray seems to always have a guy that just like you don't know about, but then turns out to be good. This John Worth. Who was the guy last year? There was a guy last year two Desnick? years ago. Yes, that was the guy. Unfortunately, his work schedule kept him from playing very much, but my gosh. Yeah, that was a guy who was just incredible. And Murray scooped him like second or third round or something. It was just, and it was a guy that nobody knew, and I wonder if John John might be something similar. So, like I saw him hit his first ball of the season and I just like looked disappointingly at Chris Hebb, who was my coach, <laughs> who didn't draft him. I was just like, "What? What'd you, uh, what'd you do to us?" <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm excited to see the hit squad as well, just to see how they how they put all these guys together. You got a lot of guys that I think are kind of similar, like Adelsman, mm-hmm. Babin, Cobb, Justin Curry. I mean, you know, rolling through this list, like, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in that game, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna have to go with Kyle's team. I mean, I. <sighs> I gotta go with my team as well. <laughs> You're not gonna pick against yourself in week one. I don't think I would ever pick against. <laughs> I wouldn't pick against this team if I were sitting in your seat right now. All right. All right. There we go. Sarah, what do you think? Well, man, this is hard because I. Because one team is so much better. <laughs> no, because I really like Murray, but. But. I don't like his team name. 
Oh, that's right. Tara's on a thing against the I team. I have like name. a thing against. Always oh, grilling him on the team name. I know. I, I, you gotta explain why you dislike the team name. People don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of bayo. It's just wow. It's just like, like what? Like okay. Well, let me tell you what it is. It is the juxtaposition of the the cuddly, twinkly-eyed teddy bear that is Murray, and this like. Pseudo gangster biker tat. Should he call his team the Cuddle Buddies? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't the know. Cuddle Squad. It just seems like it doesn't match up with Murray. S- snack time pals. His like, explanation was that it was about hit, hitting the the softball. Yes, but the logo is uh, an allusion to weapons and mm. shooting people with well, bullets. Like Hitman the game, right? Like. I don't know what that is. There we go. So there we go. Yeah, it's a video <laughs> game. I don't know. All right. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Anyway, Marie, I think your team is fine. I'm sure you don't care, but... I'm going to put my money on the hit squad for that game. Wow. All right. That's... He, Kyle's sitting right here. I am. Well, Kyle can you eat and... shit. <laughs> wow. We are an hour and 11 Invite minutes. Invite me over for this. <laughs> an hour and 11 Friend minutes of the hikes. And Sarah has finally told someone to eat shit. All right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> It's, it's uh, been an hour and it's 11 a, minutes. I've been so holding that's off. That's how long it took. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think last week was within like the first eight minutes. Or Record something. restraint. As soon as we started talking about Corey Baker. Um, all right, so that's it. Now, the cool thing about this schedule is it's 10 to 2.30. I do like this uh, four, team, four games. I always hated, you have, you know, the when you have the five games in a day, right? Yeah. The first game, it always... It, it always felt like uh, things were just going too long, right? And then <laughs> games two and three, like they're starting to pick up the pace a little more. Yeah. Game four, it's like, all right, guys, get back on the field. Let's go. Let's do this. Right, Come on, right. we're losing daylight. Yeah. I just okay. spoke really fast wanna, there. And then the... game five, it's like, Sunset. yeah, sun is setting. Right. Like, and you're just you're, you're trying in to danger get enough of light. taking a you're ball just like, the dome. Please. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And yeah. here's what. Here's... It's like scrambling for time sucks. You're yeah. right. And then you got to change. You got to go to the one-one count sometimes in the late innings. The cool thing about this league is we have an hour and a half schedule for these games, right? Yeah. When you play back home, or when I played back home, it was like a fifty-minute timer, forty-five-minute timer, or something. Yeah. Fifty-minute probably because they got they got to get six games done in the in the day or whatever, and so they're just trying to crank the games out. Mm-hmm. So you're playing under these weird conditions. This is an hour and a half now, and and. You're not going to be rushed. You're not going to have that feeling yeah. of like, hurry up, come on, we got to go. Game five, playing in the dark. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I think it's, I think it's good, and I think that's one of the cool things about league. You can just like take your time and play because that's what happens in the first two games. They go slow. <laughs> they take their time, and then everyone else suffers. Right? <laughs> everyone yeah. else pays, uh, but that won't be happening now. So I'm excited about the four games. I'll, I'll probably be there all day. I think it's easier to be there all day, obviously, because it's less. Um, yeah, stoked. I'm so excited for Sunday. I didn't tell you this. This is how excited I am for Sunday. Okay, and to play on Queasley's team. I joined the gym for the first time in like what, like six years? I don't even know. So, like, I went to the party on Saturday night. Queasley's like, all right, you're on my team. Boom, Sunday, I went to the gym. I signed up. I started lifting weights. Now, you'll be surprised to know that I immediately hurt myself. <laughs> Would I be surprised? And so my goal is, like, 
lift weights, but also don't hurt myself. You hurt yourself? I mean, I'm fine, but... <laughs> Not the way to tell your wife, I think. <laughs> I said to Zach, he was leaving. He was going out the door to go to the gym, and I said... I was got real testy, and I said, "Take whatever you think you're gonna do, and do half of that." <laughs> you did not take my advice. No, because so I got bad for overdoing it then. Because I gotta hit twice as many homers, Sarah. You know, He's a fucking logic. adult. You, gotta... <laughs> you know what? That's on you. Oh man! So there I we tried, go. I tried, Chris. That's how committed I am uh, to the team. <laughs> I plan so... on injuring myself before the season starts. <laughs> All right, there we go. Closing thoughts on the uh, Weekly Ball Movement, Episode 2, Season 4, 3, whatever this is. <laughs> I was trying to think what, how, how long you... We're just done. How many seasons have you done this? Season, season 1 was with Sean Rugg, and that, and that podcast had a different name. That was called The, uh, the Outsiders? The Outcasts. Yes, the Outcasts. Outcast. But then it got changed to Dustin Waters' podcast. But then I think we went back to the outcast. Right, and then you and I did it by ourselves the first year, and I don't remember what we called it. We didn't have a name because we didn't have a theme song. We're not smart people. Yeah. And then we thought <laughs> oh, yeah. of the the clever name with zero double entendre of yeah. weekly ball movement. Yeah. And um, we had a theme song. So season this is actually season two of this brand of our podcast. Okay. We have been podcasting for the DSL. This is our fourth year podcasting for the DSL. All right, there we go. Cleared it up. It's like Star Wars, you know? There was something I before. I disagree. Right? Where it's like, <laughs> this is episode four, five, and six. They're the first made chronologically, but uh-huh. in the, you know, it's like that. The only Star Wars movies made with the exception of the newest, what was, right? Seven. There's, and then there's Rogue yeah. One, which was like a... Ro- Ro- is, well, Rogue One, and then... We're losing this. Four, it doesn't five, matter. Six. Anyway, the... <laughs> right, so you might even say I like, wish they would make a one, two, and three. You might even say that t- uh, done that, that any other podcasts are one, the one, two, and three equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have wandered way down the rabbit hole. I hope I hope desperately that people wait until the other podcasts really compared compared to episode one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this is nobody listens to them. So to the last fine. hour and twenty minutes. It's well, fine. Uh, I I would venture to guess most people wait until like you cover their game and then it's like it. all right bye done they didn't say my name I'm out of here yeah <laughs> should I just start reading names just to just you did you kind of did that for a while and it was super boring <laughs> oh man we are not okay. Last week there were some issues with the podcast. There were a couple of issues. We're this week, obviously, there's a couple of issues. We're a little, <laughs> we're a little rusty. Yeah, sorry. We don't podcast during the off season about the softball league. They do podcast about this podcast though. We meta. We get real meta. <laughs> That'd be amazing. We we ball movement behind the story. What if what if he did like? Here's the story behind this past season. Kyle came yeah. over. <laughs> we had lasagna. My mom made lasagna. Really, really good. good lasagna. At one point, Ziggy wandered into the room. Ziggy came in. Oh, it was man. a great night. Great night of podcasting. Oh, God. All right. I think this night of podcasting is done. I think we just... God, we did a service to the league tonight. I mean, you know... <laughs> I think that's the most sarcastic I've ever heard you say something. <laughs> we really did it tonight. All right. So, uh, weekly ball movement... 
I don't even know how to finish this. Help me out here. And that's your weekly ball movement. <laughs> Let's go! And boom.